ขยมขมิ้นเพียบเพยคลายนักเอาไว้ดันเนี่ยดอกไตกับปุ่งกึศม็อกหรือขยมขยมซบชุดเพื่อไว้ดักเขาพลายปีกีขยมเชื่อเลือดพระเยซูคริสต์หายขมิ้นเอาไว้ดักขยมเตยแหลบังขยมนังได้ชิบูเตอร์มกดอยมันอะมาตัวฉลองกัดกาลงบ้าอย่างนั้นก็เพียบเชื่อชูระบบขยมสำหรับเรียมันรุลดขยมปกป้องได้จิกได้จุ่มเนื้อปลุกเป๊กขยมจุ่มลังมือเปรย์สูขยมเคยขยมเรื่องหมอมหายเปรียมันได้บอกบ้องขยมหลายจีมันเนี้ยได้เข้าเก๋คือเชื่อประปู Hello ICF Seam Reap How you guys doing Good? Get better? They're better, actually. They're louder. Let's try again. How you guys doing? How you doing? They're still better. Sorry. Oh no, they're better now. Hey, I'm here with some friends, and you're here with us, and we want to say we love you. Trau, trau. We love you. We're glad you're here with us. If you can't hear them, I want to tell you they're screaming with their hearts, because we know that God is wants to talk to us. That's why we're here right now. Amen. We're here because God wants to talk to us. Not to someone else, not to the person next to you. He wants to talk to you. So if you're watching right now, turn up the volume. Focus on God's voice, not even my voice, because God wants to speak right to your heart. And I believe in our city, in our culture, right now in Siem Reap, this is a time to take a stand, to decide what is good and what is bad, because you don't want to be standing for what's bad, right? You don't want to be standing for what's you want to stand for what's good, right? Yes, good. Okay, good. We want to stand for what's good, and in order to stand for what's good, you got to say no to the evil. And today, we're going to talk about how to stand up against evil. This is a huge problem to do because it's one not always easy to know evil, and two, it's often scary to stand up to somebody doing something evil and wrong and bad. But the truth is, is there is wrong and bad things in the world, and it's like kind of like standing up to a bully. Have you ever had a bully before? I had one of the worst bullies of my life. This person, I was so scared of them. They made me feel so afraid to even walk into my house, because my first bully was my big sister. Now I love her now. I love her to pieces now, and we're good friends. But when I was a little kid, I was so scared to go home sometimes because I was worried she might catch me and hurt me. I remember one time I came home and I locked myself in a room because I was so scared of her. And I don't know how she did it to this day. If you're watching, my sister, you can you can write down how you did this. She took the door off the hinges. And threw it, and the door flew down. And she said, "I'm going to get you." And I just said, "Ah," because <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do. And there's nothing more humiliating than my big sister beating up me because it's like I'm getting beat up by a girl. So I didn't tell my mom and dad much, but I did eventually. And when I did tell my mom, she said something to me that that was very, very powerful. And I want you to hear this, okay? She said to me. One day, 
be careful. She's talking to my sister. She said, one day be careful because Eddie, you're going to be stronger than her. So watch out when that day comes. And I, I thought about it for a while. And many years went by where my big sister was my bully. And then the day came where I was sitting on a chair watching television. And my sister walks in and she says, get off the chair. And I said, I don't want to. You. And she looked at me, eyes big. Now, I didn't say it like confident like I just did now. You know, when you stand up to a bully the first time you're nervous and you go, no, no. And you almost don't even say the word. You're just like breathing funny. That's what happened to me. And then she said, what did you say? And I said, no, 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 you, you, you go sit somewhere else. So I was so scared. And she looked at me and she grabbed my arm and she tried to pull me, but I was bigger than her. So she couldn't pull me up. And then I realized I'm bigger than her. And then she realized he's bigger than me. And then she looked at me in the eyes and I looked at her in the eyes and we knew at that moment, boom, I'm now the strong one. And I got up and I pushed her down and I said, hey, from now on, we're going to be friends. No more fighting. And to this day, my sister and I are getting along better and better. Not perfect, but better. We all have bullies in our lives. We all have people that, things that are wrong that we have to stand against. Maybe they're not people. In fact, it's usually not people. Bullies are usually the challenges and the evil things that we face in our life that we got to choose. Are we going to take a stand against the wrong things, against the immoral, inappropriate behavior around us? Are we going to say no to it? Or are we just going to say, not my problem, not my thing. I live for me. I don't stand for anything. Um, Paul said it like this in Romans. He said, be more than, you are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, your Lord. What he's saying here is, is that God's desire for us is to be people that would stand against evil and make an impact in this world to bring people not just out of evil things, but help them become people that will do, choose to do good. God's desire is not just to stand by when evil things happen and they're so big and they're so huge and we feel like we can't stand against this. God says, no. You're more than conquerors. Stand against the evil in the world, and I will make you more than, more than these things. I will cause people to win over to your side. A bully can only conquer a person, but with Jesus, we can conquer the heart. A bully can only beat up people. A bully, evil in this world, they can only destroy the body. But God, Jesus, he can win the hearts. And that's what makes us more than conquerors. Guys, we can win people's hearts over to the good in the world, to God, to salvation, to hope. When everything's evil and bad, we can win people over to life. Hearts can get set free because we can make an impact. We can be more than conquerors. Before as a Christian, I felt alone in my room by myself, Nobody loved me, and I loved nobody. And then I met Jesus. And I started to realize, maybe I can love people too. And then I saw how much God loved me. And then I started thinking, if God loves me that much, maybe I can love somebody else. 
So I started loving other people and showing God's hope and life to them. And then I saw something amazing happen. They, their hearts began to churn and say, hey, I don't want to do evil anymore. I want to do good. I want to live where it's right. I don't want the bad things anymore that hurt and, and confuse people. I want the good things that help people find out who God is and what life is. And when I saw people experience the connection, the connection that you get with God and change, I was hooked. I wanted to be somebody that fought for what's good, that stood up and stood against the evil in the world. With Jesus, our potential to attack evil is limitless. Our potential to impact this world has no limits. Your potential with Jesus has no limits if you choose to take a stand, if you choose to stand up. So today's message, I have to ask you, you and you, will you stand up against the evil in this world? Will you stand up to it and say, hey, no more, no more of this outside of me and no more of this inside of me. I stand against what is evil because I stand for Jesus. If you're going to do this, guys, if you guys really want to do this, the first thing you got to do is you got to realize there is evil in the world and we need to stand up to it. Paul knew this battle very well, right? Paul's no dummy. He knows this guy. And Paul is a writer in the Bible. And he was talking to Christians and people that were thinking about following Jesus. And he said, guys, you got to stand up against evil. And when you, I say this, you might be wondering, but why? Why should I stand up against evil? What's the reason? I mean, yeah, it's a good idea, but why? If everyone says bad is good, why should I be against them? I should just stand by. And Paul said this, the reason why is so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among the people that are crooked like stars in the sky. Why would you want to take a stand against evil? Because if you don't take a stand against evil, you end up just following it. If you don't take a stand against the evil, you end up just like the darkness. But if you choose to acknowledge what is bad, you realize life is a battle. This is not an easy walk. I'm walking sometimes. Sometimes I got to choose to say, nope, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do what's wrong. I'm not going to go along with what they say is okay. I'm not going to lie like them. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to gossip. I'm not going to slander. I'm going to do my best to humble my life and follow what's good. It's not easy to do. And that is the battle line where we draw the line in the ground and we say no more. I draw the line in the ground. And I say, this is wrong and this is right because I am following Jesus. I'm following God. In America, there was a war against itself. Can you imagine this? Now, you may not know this, but this is one of the worst wars in the United States that has ever happened. It was called the American Civil War, much like what happened in Cambodia. But this was really, really bad. And in this war, they had the gray, the people that wear gray clothes and the people who wear blue clothes. And they would, were against each other in this battle. Now, I want you to imagine if you're looking at these two sides, where is the most dangerous place to be? 
in the middle. In the middle is the most dangerous place to live. And in the middle is where most people try to be in our lives when it comes to evil and good. In the middle is where the shy person stands. In the middle is where the person who is scared stands. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what to do. I just stand in the middle. I don't say that's evil. I don't say it's good. I just stay in the middle. I stand for myself. Because in the middle is where all the attacks are coming. Guys, we cannot be the shy person that doesn't, sh doesn't speak for truth. We end up getting attacked on both sides. If you stand up for nothing, you will fall for anything. If you are in the middle line, standing for, standing for whatever, you just get shut down for anything. What is, in the middle, what is on the good side is loving each other. Forgive each other. Worshiping God. What is on the evil side? Hating each other. Slandering, speaking bad. Worshiping false gods. We have to see the two sides and we have to decide which side am I on? Not yesterday, not a year ago, not tomorrow. Right here, right now, where do I stand? What am I going to stand up for? Am I going to stand up for what's good? Or am I going to stand up for what's evil? Or am I going to live my life in the middle? If you live your life in the middle, you just end up falling for anything. The next thing is, is we need to stand up for others. Once we know what is evil outside of us, what is going on in the world is not good. We need to know that there is also a battle, not with people, but with spiritual battles. Standing up for others is a chance for us to say, when others make mistakes, we still see the good in them. When others have problems and they do evil things, I still see there's a good thing about that person that can be restored. No one is too far away from being restored by God. In the Bible, Jesus experienced uh, people that were evil coming against him. And there's this time where he speaks to a woman. And I want to show you this video clip where he speaks to this woman. And when he's talking to her, um, these people have caught her in, in, a, in having sex with a man that wasn't her husband. And so I don't know how they caught her in this. It's kind of weird to me, but they caught her and they brought her to Jesus because they wanted to trick Jesus. They wanted to show, hey, Jesus, if you claim to be God, then you should murder. But this woman sinned and now you have to kill her because in our law, if you do a sin like this, you have to, she has to die. So they gave Jesus a stone and they said, okay, now you decide. If you're God, you won't do it, but then you sin because you broke the law. And if you kill her, then, you, then, you, then, you're, then you're sinning. And they're trying to catch Jesus in a lie. So this is what happens.
I'll give my stone to the first man who tells me that he has never sinned. I, I love this line that Jesus said. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. I can imagine the situation with this woman as Jesus is with her. He's looking at her. And she's looking at him. And everybody's calling her names. You're evil. You're bad. You've made mistakes. Have you felt this way before? People look at you and they're judging you. God sees you. And he wants to stand up for you. Because even your mistakes don't make you. They're just mistakes that you've made. And God can restore us. He can restore us, guys. And Jesus, actually in the story, Jesus is writing on the ground. We don't know what's going on. As the people are shouting, kill her, kill her, Jesus starts writing on the ground. I don't know what he wrote, but I like to imagine he was writing the people's sins in the crowd. Lying, cheating, and all those things that people are looking at saying, oh, hope he doesn't write anything I did. And then Jesus gets up and he says, if anyone's without sin, cast the first stone. And one by one, they start to drop their stones. Bam, bam, on the ground. Because they realize I'm not, I've also made mistakes. I've also chosen evil inside me. And then Jesus looks at her and says, go and sin no more. See, the goal when we stand up for people is not to say, hey, it's okay, you made a mistake. But we want to tell them, hey, we all make mistakes. Let's learn from them and get better. Let's learn from them and get stronger. Jesus is saying this to us. Love the sinner, but you can hate the sin. Love the person. You don't have to love what they do. You can hate what they do, but you should love the person. God wants us to love the person that is addicted to drugs, but we hate the drugs. God wants us to love the person that's having sex outside of marriage, but we hate the act of adultery. God wants us to love the person that is sick, but we hate the sickness. Guys, I have friends right now that are sick in the hospital with COVID, and they have people coming to them, praying for them, giving them food, giving them, clo- giving them mosquito nets. Because we are so angry at the sickness, but we love the people. We need to stand up for people when they make mistakes, not stand against them. We stand against evil, not the person. And as we learn to stand up to evil, we need to know something very true about ourselves. We need to learn to stand up against evil again and again and again. To stand up again and again. We all make mistakes. We all have failures that cause us to, to fall and get knocked down. And God calls us to not let our failures make us quit and stay on the ground, but to discover forgiveness and get back up again. God wants to call you and me to stand up again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Never give up standing up again and again and again. Guys, I make mistakes. Ask my wife. Honey, don't tell them too much. But ask my wife. She will tell you I make mistakes. We all do. But God wants us to get up again and again. 
In Proverbs 24, 16, it says, though a righteous man falls seven times, he gets back up. Here's my question. What makes him righteous? He failed seven times. What makes him righteous? He stands up again. He stands up again. When we fail and we quit, it equals death. This is a simple math formula. I'm not that great with numbers, but I got this formula down. When we fail and we quit, we put that together, it equals death. Our lives feel like they are over and done. But when we fail and we come to Jesus and say, God, please forgive me, forgive me, we discover a new life. This is why God came to us as a man named Jesus, died on a cross and rose from the dead. Why did he do that? Because he stepped up to evil and said, no matter what you do wrong, I can restore you. That's the power of Jesus. That's why I follow him. I've met him in my personal life. And I discovered how amazing this grace and this forgiveness is. There's nothing better in my life than this grace of God. So it's time to fight the good fight. It's time to fight. It's time to take a stand against all the evil and say, no more. No more for me. No more for my friends. No more for my family. No more for my kids. No more for me. It's time to take a stand for God and stop this excuses and stop being in the middle line of timid and quietness. But it's time to say, hey, God, I'm here now. I will stand for the good. I will speak up. When I see someone hurting, I will speak up and say, God wants to restore you. When I see a person make a mistake, I will say, God wants to restore you. When I see a sick person, God wants to restore you. I'm not scared because I'm going to stand in the truth of God and he will help me. So let's take time right now to renounce all the immoral things around us and inside of us and proclaim we are for Jesus. Join me now in this prayer. Jesus, I renounce all evil. I renounce all evil around me. The lies, the cheating, the sexual sins. I know they are wrong and I choose to stand against those things. And Jesus, I ask for the evil inside me that I have allowed, the immoral behavior, the bad behavior inside me that I have made excuses for, no more. I renounce all evil in my heart, that even the things nobody knows about, that only I know about, I renounce it. You are not welcome in my life. All evil go now. And now I proclaim, in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, I will stand for good. I will stand for what's right. I will stand for the truth. I will stand for real love. I will stand for the lost. I will stand for salvation. I will stand for what's good. Because now is my day to stand, to be different against the evil, for the good, for the good life with Jesus Christ. Right here, right now. Stand with me. Stand with me. Stand right now. I am for you, God. I am for you. No more the evil. I am for the good. In Jesus' name.
shame no matter what you feel like you've done wrong I feel like God's saying I know what you're doing is wrong I know nobody knows about this I know you've accepted evil as good but I'm gonna forgive you if you choose to stand if you choose to take a stand saying nope this is evil it's wrong I don't want this in my life maybe it's pornography Maybe it's you've been lying to yourself about your faith. Maybe you've been lying to people and nobody knows. God knows. But don't worry, he's going to make good on it. You just have to choose to first say, this is evil. I want the good. I want the God. I want Jesus, the God who came to me, died for me, rose from the dead for me, and offers me forgiveness. I choose to stand now. Give him this moment right now to say evil is evil God is God God is good and I will stand for that do it now